Merry Christmas, and welcome to the 12th and final day of this Christmas season. Today is a bit of a bridge, as it's the eve of one of the most significant days in the calendar of the church. And on January 6th is Epiphany. Now, that word Epiphany has come to mean a lot of different things in our culture. When people have an aha moment or something makes sense to them like never before, they have an epiphany. But the biblical epiphany commemorates Jesus' revelation to the Gentiles as represented by the wise men. This also connects us to our personal revelation of Jesus. Often seen as our conversion, this is when Jesus awakens our hearts to an understanding of Him. For some, conversion is a gradual process. It happens over a long period of time after many conversations. For others, there's a radical moment where God reveals Himself in profound ways. Neither one is better or worse it's just how God chooses to reveal himself to his people. Now we're going to look at one of the members of the great clouds of witnesses that's gone before us. Now he's done work that you've definitely heard before, but you may not be familiar with his name. His name is John Newton. John Newton grew up in a naval family and was welcomed into his family trade early on. This eventually led him to be a participant in the slave trade in England in the middle of the 18th century. This was normal for him, but that was until God began to capture his heart. In 1748, he awoke to a severe storm that had the potential to capsize his boat. He cried out to God, and God graciously and immediately answered his prayer, and the storm started to dissipate. This experience marked the beginning of his transformation. This didn't lead to an immediate removal of this part of his life. It wasn't until years later that he gave up the slave trade in 1754. Newton came to believe later in his life that the first few years as a slave trader, he had not been a Christian in the fullest sense of the term. In 1763, he wrote, quote, I was greatly deficient in many respects. I cannot consider myself to have been a believer in the full sense of the word until a considerable time afterwards. He eventually left the trade in 1754 and became an Anglican priest. It was as a priest that he began writing hymns. He is the author of one of the most profound and famous hymns of all time, Amazing Grace. Every time you sing Amazing Grace, whether it's in a gathering of the church, a funeral, or even a secular event, it has its origins in a man who knew his sin, who had experienced God's amazing grace, and then shared that with the world. 34 years following giving up the slave trade, in 1788, he began his work as an abolitionist. He worked very closely with William Wilberforce to abolish the slave trade in England. 
The task took them over 15 years, but the Slave Trade Act of 1807 abolished slave trading in the United Kingdom and sent reverberations around the world. Newton died that same year, but God was gracious to allow him to see the passing of this act before the end of his life. He met God. God slowly transformed him. And then God used what was done in him towards mission to our world. What has God done in you? And how does that lead you to join the mission of Jesus? The effect of his conversion led him to action in an area of injustice. He knew firsthand the effects of the slave trade. And because he experienced God's amazing grace, he now wanted to see that grace play out in everyday life. When God does something in us, he starts to identify areas around us that are similar and are not in line with the kingdom of God. Oftentimes, he invites us to the working of righting the wrongs in our society as an expression of the gospel in us. 2 Corinthians 1 tells us that we comfort others with the same comfort that we've been comforted by God. Often it's what God does in us that he wants to do through us. Newton shows that, and you can too. Epiphany is about the revelation of Jesus. He now reveals his character and his heart to the world through his body, his church, the people of God in the midst of everyday life. The world gets to know the person of Jesus by his people going about the works that God had called them to. And they go about those works when they are transformed by him. So what is God doing in you that he wants to do through you? What area of transformation have you experienced that can now apply to the injustices of our world and see the kingdom of God manifested in our day and age? We need every single member of the body of Christ. Every dream, every desire, every vocation, fully amazed by the revelation of Jesus, fully convicted to be part of his work in this world and fully empowered by his spirit to be parts of the change that brings about the experienced kingdom of God. The question is, will you join him in what he wants to do through you?